Ready. Ready. All right. Uh, Paul, can we please have a one-word prompt to get us started here? Bugs. Bugs. Love it. Perfect. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. I hate bugs. Me too. Enough All said. Right. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> All right. So see you next week. Uh, yeah. And uh, it was great. I, I truly, yeah, would have been driven to madness had, had this happened to me in real life. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Would, it would have, like, accidentally killed myself or injured myself. Just For sure. Driven I just wanted to be smacking myself with those fly swatters over yeah, and over. Yeah, exactly. Hey! 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 Welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watched Ega. Stands for Fly, fly. not the Jeff Goldblum one. No, not the Jeff Goldblum one. Although kind of somewhat similar motifs. I don't remember the musical number in, in Jeff Goldblum's The Fly. Oh, <laughs> uh, if uh, only. <laughs> it's like amorphous blob coming out yeah, and doing a dance. Yeah, just dripping. <laughs> I'm dripping all over the place. <laughs> no. body, body horror. That's, is that the original body horror? I guess that, uh, which, It's not the original, but the it is a, definitely a good, a good case of it. Yeah, gross. That's the one thing that this movie's missing is, is body horror, you know? <laughs> And we get it, a little bit of it, maybe. Yeah. It got more violent than I thought it was going to. Yeah. So I have a weird bug story. Ooh, um, yes. Before we get into it. It's not a fly, but it was it was ladybugs. When I was in uh, sophomore year of college, I stayed at this big tower of apartments. And Brag. Once, the, the only spring I was there, I went away for the weekend and I came back and our entire apartment was filled with ladybugs. And I don't know how they got in. They seem to be crawling in like around the windows that don't open. And uh, it was awful. And uh, I didn't realize that I could have just told someone to get rid of them. But, of course, I tried to take it on <laughs> myself and just tried to keep squashing ladybugs all over the place. And it was awful. And uh, Dang. Yeah. Just killing so I wonder all of if them? I was, I was trying to. Yeah. I don't know. It was bad. Yeah. Not No bug spray? I, I think I probably tried bug spray too. I don't remember all the details of of my harrowing experience, but <laughs> probably blocked it out. It's so gruesome. Probably, yeah, I know. I wonder how many people I pissed off to be like reincarnated as yeah, ladybugs right. to come and get me. Man, yeah, you should examine yourself. <laughs> maybe for maybe apologize to people. I, I guess I should just be apologizing for every. I, I mean, it's probably a future thing for like all the guests I pissed off with the movies that I, I didn't like of theirs. And, yeah. Do you want to just yeah. give like a blanket apology right now to just I, like listen, all of <laughs> all past guests, all future guests? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Good, anyway. good on you. <laughs> I I forgive you. That, oh, that's good. Yeah. Let's we'll, see. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, let's see if our guest today forgives you. He's sitting well, right we'll next see to if me. It's necessary or not? It's Paul. <laughs> Hello, Hi, Paul. Ken and CJ. I absolutely forgive you. There are wow. plenty hey. of bugs in the sea. Absolutely. That's a great outlook on life. I think that's my biggest detractor from like going camping. I don't want to deal with bugs. Uh, I think it will drive me mad. You do not want to fuck with horse flies. Yeah, that hurts. Have I yeah. told the story on the show before where I almost swallowed a horse fly? I don't remember. Maybe uh, tell it again. It's probably okay. been five years or something. So <laughs> I was I was up at the cabin, splashing around in the water, having a grand old time, probably in like, I don't know, middle school or something, jumping up and down, waving my arms around, and I went to just like jump out of the water and land in it again, but I was like yelling because I'm a kid or whatever, and my mouth was open, and as right as I'm like in the air about to land in the water, a fly f- flies into my mouth. 
and I can feel it buzzing around from like ah! cheek to cheek. Did you and, just scream like yeah? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I raised my fist. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Just oh, kept God. like just just spitting everywhere to try to get the taste out of my mouth. Yikes! Horrifying experience. That reminds me of another bug story, not a fly again. Have I told my silverfish story before? Oh, no. I don't know if I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, here we go. All right. So I, this was when I was living at home with my parents. I was older, though. And one morning I wake up, and it, it almost feels like there's some water in my ear. No. And I'm like, oh, man, like, what, why, why is that? Like, I didn't go swimming the previous day or anything, and I'm trying to get it out. And, like, and I all of a sudden, I, I feel and hear a little bit like... No, 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 and no, 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 no. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's probably just some water or some earwax or something. It'll go away." And eventually, I go up to the the upstairs bathroom and I have the Q-tip and I'm I'm trying to like get whatever it is out, right? And eventually, out pops out a fully no. alive silverfish, and I captured it to like prove that everyone oh. I wasn't crazy, but it was. Uh, Awful, and uh, there were similar moments in this movie that harken back to that. that Truly uh, a nightmare of mine. Triggering. <laughs> awful, awful, awful. Yep. Those yeah, I think fun. are the like the bugs that gross me out the most. Silverfish. Yeah, out of any. I, I, I don't like the earwigs because they have those like pincers. Or that. Yeah, that too. I don't know any of those that seem to just love being in apartments mm-hmm. somehow. Well, house centipedes too, with all the uh, yeah, they got so gosh. many legs and stuff. Ugh. Gross. Ugh. Bugs are gross. Bugs are gross. Well, let's find out what we thought of the bug in this movie coming up on the Over Talking Podcast. And we're back on the Over Talking Podcast, joined again by new guest Paul, and we're talking about Iga. Paul, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen the movie Iga, which is probably a decent number of people, what yeah. it is all about. It's available on Netflix. Ready, go. This is a film that spans multiple genres, and it's Correct. about... Two people who are very close to becoming a romantic couple. Two years of flirting, they finally announce it, and they realize there's this gangster that loves the girl as well. I'm going to kill the love interest, and we'll see how it goes. He can hit on her. They'll get together. Little does he know that there is a fly who's been reincarnated, reincarnated, and he will fuck him up. What? I'll I'll go on a limb here and say hilarity ensues. That's pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, just to just to clarify some of the plot points here, he, the gangster kills the the love interest, and then he's reincarnated as the fly. Yeah, which is kind of fitting because he was like buzzing around the girl. I would say for for the first part of the movie. Yeah, is that fair? That's yeah. fair. I'd say borderline stalkerish, but in a way that I guess might be culturally <laughs> different than what is accepted to us today. Stalking, yeah. but you know, in a lovable way. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, as long as you go, you can break out into a musical number, I think it's it's yeah. lovable, hopefully. But it definitely seemed to be pushing it by shining a light in her room, just looking in her window all the time, <laughs> yeah. following her everywhere. I don't know, but obviously they they were into it. She was just playing. She was playing real real coy. I feel like yeah, seemed to. I was getting like 
childhood friend vibes or like neighbors mm. where they like have known each other for a long time and then finally yeah. he sort of worn her down <laughs> to accepting him or something <laughs> it, like it that. It really does seem like that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he's nice, I guess. And he's he there. put on this, this whole number for me. Like he prepared this whole song. I yeah. have to at least acknowledge him. And I think the question everyone wants to know is, did we fast forward through the songs? <laughs> I personally did not. I found them very catchy, and uh, oh wow, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm all for it. Cat? I did not fast forward. I cringed hard. Uh, <laughs> I was not expecting it. So this is this is a Bollywood movie, right? Is that the, is that correct? I would say so. Okay. I I, so. I mean I've never seen any any Indian film at all before, and so this was a, a new cultural experience watching it, and I I hadn't avoided them or anything. We've been meaning to watch uh, Bahu Bali. For a long time with uh, cousin Eric and Sam, uh, Sam, which, by the way, director Bahubali directed this film. Wow. So and, they're going to be pretty pissed when they saw that we watched this movie and yeah. have not watched Bahubali yet. But And the director of RRR, which I still haven't seen, but I hear is oh, amazing. Paul? I knew that too. <laughs> it, it is a lot better than this movie. And once I saw RRR, I was recommended this movie. So. Ah, oh, I see. Okay. okay. Cool. The, the only snippet of RR I've seen was that Emily was watching it on a flight, and I looked over at her iPad and was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> this movie looks insane. And it I, I feel like I would like it. it. It feels up my alley. Yeah, it doesn't have the cheesiness that this movie has. Um, it has a lot more action and big, big moments. Yeah. Also musical numbers, correct? Not as many, but oh, they're okay. bangers. Okay. <laughs> All right. What? So, I mean... What musical numbers were there? I, I remember the one that was like the love one at the beginning. And then at the end, like a very short one where they did the Ega song again with the poorly CGI fly. Which uh, was great. Great way to end the movie. Were, were there, were there, am I forgetting one? Are those the only two? I think that was the only like choreographed dance number. But yeah, there right. were then like little snippets of songs, I would say, sort of just kind of going on in the background. Mm, that yeah, were, that, would, yeah, basically just the voice of like what was happening or the exposition of the the film. <laughs> like Ben, do look at me. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Yeah. I really loved I it this the part that uh, one of the parts that made me laugh that was a little song in the background was when he becomes the fly. You just hear he's back, like in the background. <laughs> it's like, That's good. I like oh, that. Okay. Because you would get, like, smattering of English words every now and then. Yeah, yeah. There, every once in a while, they would have, like, one or two lines back and forth just spoken in English, which was which was interesting. It, like, fooled me because I, I turned it on and there were subtitles. And I was like, oh, this is going to be hard to watch at 1.25 times the speed because <laughs> I have to read subtitles. <laughs> and then a certain scene, they just fully switched to English for, like, part of the conversation. I was like, oh, wait, maybe it won't be subtitled. And then they... That's it. Then they switch back immediately. I was like, damn it. Okay. Can we talk about that one 2.5 speed again? Uh, I think we've talked about it on the show before, but it's yeah. only available on the, the, the website. I know. I don't understand that. Yeah. You can't watch it on like Chromecast. It only yeah. lets you do it on like your iPad or the web browser. Yeah. I was trying on like my Apple TV or even the like the LG WebOS whatever thing that's on the TV and nah, yeah. I don't know. Can't, can't do it. I don't care but, why. That's okay. I guess it is how you're supposed to be. Yeah, we, we, we can watch. I can watch it in full speed for for Paul here. We, 
Have, have you guys um, experimented with other other speeds? When I'm watching YouTube videos, I'm always oh, at yeah. two point and it's going two. It's wow. Flying, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I have not. I have not gone to two times the speed. What are you watching at that speed? It's mainly tutorials for how to use computer software. Got it. Okay. Okay. You're just like, all right, don't need the background. Or... There are some thick accents that are hard to decipher, but. <laughs> the un- you fast forward through the unboxing part. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah you bought it. Un- get, get to the. Exactly. Get, get to the, the good part. stuff. Yeah. I thought we were. So I think we were talking about this off the, off the show. Uh, you, you uh, Me and CJ. But I'm, I'm listening to a, a long series of audiobooks where oh, each audiobook right. is like 30 hours. And so. Six books in, I finally realized, hey, I should probably be listening to this more than just 1x speed. So I got up to 1.1. I'm up to 1.15 now. There it is. I'm uh, I'm working my way up. So my man. It's saving me literally hours. So it's yeah. I, I'm going to keep it up. But I've ruined my brain where now if I listen to a podcast at normal speed, it sounds like they're talking so slowly and it drives me <laughs> insane. I wonder how many listeners have we talked about this on the show? I wonder how many listeners listen to our podcast at a higher speed than yeah than normal. I don't know. I, I wonder. I feel like it maybe has made me talk faster than I normally would. <laughs> like fully <laughs> well, already, ruined my brain, where now I am speaking at higher speeds. Now, CJ, you're you're a famous speed walker as well. That's that's true. Yes. Do you think that famous. that might be the, the problem as well is, is listening to super fast audiobooks. Like, it's just the I go. I underlying go. constant level of anxiety that I experienced yeah. <laughs> that has seeped its way into every asset of my life. Yeah. Yeah, really. maybe. Maybe. Okay. Now, podcasts will put out video versions. And even that, I am very thankful that YouTube, I, I usually flip it to 1.2 times the speed on video podcasts because I'm like, well... I usually listen to them at at least like one and a half times the speed. So I got to watch them at at least one and one and a quarter speed. I mean, we're eventually going to be saving ourselves days. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Time. Like it's, it's so worth it. There's too yeah. much content. There's too much content. <laughs> Speaking of content, let's get back to Ega. I wrote down a list of scenes that I found uncomfortable <laughs> that I just want to just quickly address. I, we already talked about the musical number. Before we get to the good stuff, there is good stuff. I, I don't want to like say that uh, I, I didn't like this movie because I actually did. But the intruder, can we talk about the intruder scene? Uh, the drunk guy? The drunk guy who stumbled into Bindu's apartment, which yeah, is scary. Yeah. Yeah, he's another stalker, I think. I think she had two stalkers. It seems oh. to be any guy that looks at her immediately falls in love with her. Because <laughs> okay, even towards the end confused. of the movie, too. Yeah, that, well, that, the other part I wrote down was the ending which is a bunch of question marks because I actually didn't understand it. But was that the same guy? Was On that the, the intruder at the end? The motorbike or the guy at the like church or whatever? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the church or... Yes, or that is the same guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What happened at the ending? I, I genuinely didn't understand it. Paul? <laughs> My best guess is that he got reincarnated as a fly again because okay. he lived that life to the most fullest and that's the one that Bindu really appreciated. I, I okay. think it, yeah. I, I think it's the same part. So I the, guess I was confused about the other guy, though. So the drunk guy, so the, yeah, the guy that sneaks in, he, because she is talking out loud to the fly, he doesn't know that and assumes she has seen him, the intruder, 
but had a very right. mild reaction to somebody breaking in oh, through her window. It's the follow-up to that. Okay, yes. I understand now. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So yeah, he, in his drunken mind, thinks she's talking to him and being like, wait, you love me? And I just need to like, I need to change my ways and then you'll <laughs> be with me? And so he goes to church and like follows her. Got it now. Did you did you like the intruder scene, CJ? No, I thought it was also weird. Like, I, I get what they were <laughs> okay. going for. The sort of like, oh, it's kind of funny that he thinks she's talking to him. But no, that's an invasion of privacy. <laughs> he should be arrested for breaking and entering. I got what they're uh, yeah. going for, too. I, I, I thought maybe you would appreciate it more because you, you do like comedy more than than I do, typically. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, 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 I think it could have gone about it. Why not have the same scenario, but she's in the marketplace or like out and about and people think she's talking to that. Yeah. I, I don't like that. It started with a drunk dude sneaks into my bedroom <laughs> and now funny stuff happens. <laughs> well, how old is Bindu supposed to be? I don't know. 20s? I, I guess 30s? they don't really address it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we know how old anybody is. Subib could be super young. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I think the only reference we get is that is like a mother-in-law, somebody that's older than her. But okay. No, no idea. Could be 20, could be 39, no clue. Okay. Uh speaking of her, the part that I that was like a a payoff that I did not catch was so she is a a miniature artist. Yeah, which, right. So she she makes little art that's like, you know, the size of a, the width of a pencil or like smaller than a pencil. She carves a pencil to create art. miniature artist. That, that sort of opens the movie because we're learning about all the characters. And I was like, huh, that is a very interesting choice. Very we specific. don't see this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen this in like a movie or a show before where like one of the main characters is a miniature artist. And then Fast forward to much later in the movie when he's reincarnated in the fly and they meet up and discover she realizes, oh, that's actually him as the fly. And then she creates little armor for the fly. That Then it finally was like, oh. There we go. That's yeah. why she's a miniature artist. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, the, the payoff, it paid was, off. was pretty good. I liked it. I'll admit it was a little bit of a stretch, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was fun. You're going to have a fun time. I that's would say most setup. of the movie is a stretch. <laughs> Yeah, almost all of it. But that was that was pretty that was pretty great. I also liked um, the little training montages that uh, yes that they had going on. She probably helped with like the the spring thing that he was like lifting working weights. out at yeah. and, and stuff like that. I actually think that spring thing was uh, the filament in a light bulb. It looked like oh uh, yeah okay smart. That's that That's was awesome. one of the notes I wrote down. Was the training montage was amazing. The fly working yes. out and becoming stronger. Strong enough to lift up a needle. Oh my God, he's so strong. God, but that that brings us to my favorite parts of the movie, which are the intense action and gore scenes. Yeah, uh, which which get pretty intense. Uh, speaking of the needle, eventually he is able to lift the needle up, and just as he's about to be squashed by Sudeep, the villain's foot lifts it right up and steps all the way through that needle, and it is horrifying but so good and i love it i felt like that was another sort of payoff because when he originally when sudeep kills him he dies the fly Mm -hmm. 
he makes a point to to he's going to choke him out with his foot and he makes a point to say I want to feel the life escaping you so he takes off his shoe so that he has a bare foot and then so then later when he's a fly he's like I want to squish you but I want to feel it so he takes his shoe off allowing for the yeah. needle to go right through his foot that's that's another great payoff yeah, yeah. another another thought through setup yeah uh, that, you're just like at first, you're like, this is a weird choice they're making to have him take off a shoe. And then it's like, oh, okay, I get it. They're setting it up again. I was already overwhelmed with all of the other uh, unusual things for me in this movie that I didn't even pay it any, any mind. I was like, oh, he's, that's actually fine. He's taking off his shoe to choke the life out of him. That's, that's okay. You thought that was a normal thing? That's what you would uh, do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul, how would you choke the life out of someone? <laughs> Great question. I'd probably leave my shoes on. Okay. Okay. I'd Good start. Go for a headlock. Ooh. Okay. okay. Make it real okay. personal. Whisper some things. You know. You know. You know. From behind. So oh you, no! So you in front. Oh. You're going in front. <laughs> a front headlock. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. All right. CJ. Wow. Hmm, great question. <laughs> <laughs> Have I thought about this at all before? I don't. I don't think I'm the type of guy to watch the life escape out of. I think I'm going from behind. Maybe some behind a wire. Uh, oh, I like that. Because that's, you know, lying around everywhere that I could just have at the ready. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, another another favorite moment of mine was, I'll be honest, I don't remember the exact setup to this, but it was when he's in that like car wreck or maybe it was before or during it. Oh, yeah. And his windshield gets blacked out and the fly opens up parts of the, the soot or whatever was on it with just by scraping his body along it and spells out, I will kill you. And it is so good. <laughs> That's multiple times. He, he writes mm-hmm. out or carves or something says, I will kill you over and over again. Yeah, Which like, how he lets Bindu know that he's the fly. Yeah. I feel like that's a little rarer in that. Like he's set up to be this super nice guy very nice to the the love interest and stuff like that. And then to turn and be like, I'm going to murder him for revenge. Not like ruin his life or make sure, you know, he's just ends up like poor and alone, which we see a lot. But he's like, nope, it, this is a, a like eye for eye kind of thing. I'm going to murder him. I get it. I mean, yeah, he murdered. Yeah, he murdered me. I'd, I'd be like, fuck that guy. I'm going to murder him too. Yeah. Especially when you're about to be with the person that you want to be with the most in your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. haunt that person if that yeah, was an option. True. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like absolutely. I must destroy this person. And I do love, yeah, it was like a, a slow, painful, very painful lead up to that too. To like annoy the crap mm-hmm. out of him. To cause him to get into a car wreck. All of those things. I would just, yeah, I would just be going for the eye over and over again, I think. Just right to the pupil. Before you can Absolutely. work out and lift a needle and everything, before the training montage. Yes, some some of the some of the comedic parts did hit home for me though, because no one believes. Sudeep understands that the fly is trying to kill him, and yeah. I don't think he quite knows who he that the Nani's the fly until later on. But he has Sudeep's a super rich guy, right? And he has all of these like an entourage of people around him. And he's trying to do business deals and things like that. And at one point, he is literally trying to complete a business deal with uh, another group of people, and of course, Bindu the or uh, Nani the Fly screws everything up and and, and like lands on one of the uh, opposing partners' heads, and so 
CD tries to smack it and then there's like sticks a pot on one dude's head and i don't know that was that was very good i think i liked that 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 was the yeah. kind of hijinks i was expecting from this movie no no one dying type of hijinks i'm, I'm down for that too you know. you wanted it to be more death i want more goop more death let's have a full the fly crossover have you seen the fly paul i actually haven't it's on my to watch list okay it's fine <laughs> it's it's really it's gross. a must it's a must watch. I don't know about that. <laughs> Do you like Jeff Goldblum? Sure. <laughs> what? That's a sure. no. You don't like Jeff Goldblum? I don't go out of my way to watch his movies, but if he's on TV or on a movie, I'll watch it. I won't. He okay. won't turn me off. I I'm guess, with you there. I guess I'm the same way. I don't yeah. really seek him out. I would say he's a pleasant surprise when he does show up. I'm like, ooh, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. This is going to get good. Yeah. The only, uh, maybe we've talked about this before. The only thing about him, though, that, like, I could never be his friend in real life because <laughs> he seems like that is him. Like, all the interviews I've seen of him, like, that is his real personality is to, like, Absolutely. act and behave like that. I was like, I can't talk to you. <laughs> like, this is too much. No, yeah. That'd be very anxiety-inducing talk to him. He'd be, you know, this is how he talks and you just have to be alone for the ride and, and, and a lot of like mm-hmm, ma, mm, yes mm. Mm. <laughs> i think you'd be one of those friends that you would just kind of tune out over time like if you're at a bar or something you're just like uh-huh, yeah jeff okay i gotta go see it <laughs> yeah while he's talking your head is just turning in the other direction you gotta drift yeah. it off just letting him get it all out exactly yeah. oh jeff's here again oh boy <laughs> yeah purposely find a loud bar so you can't really hear what he's saying <laughs> right get drowned out all right, I've I've talked a lot about my favorite moments. Do uh, do you two have any favorite moments? I mean, I think that the training montage is is maybe my favorite part. I really okay. liked him lifting quote unquote like weights, like the light bulb and stuff, and and things like that. And the to fast forward to the end where the villain is just full on losing it and takes out like a, an assault rifle, which by the way, yes, yes. he's trying to use. An assault rifle when he should have been using a salt gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guns that spray out salt to kill bugs. Right. You want either a shotgun, things that are sh- shooting out in bursts, not individual bullets <laughs> to try to hit a housefly. Didn't did he switch over to like a shotgun at the end? I can't I can't remember. Or maybe it was just he was, he was hitting wood and that was spraying. I remember there was a lot of spray action. Yeah. I think he started with like a pistol, then was looking at like a sniper rifle. It's like, okay, come on, you're not gonna like snipe house with those with those silly glasses that he, he yeah. puts on the like heat vision glasses. I, I think thermal I whatever. Those thermal glasses were straight out of Spy Kids, and I loved it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the absolutely. The CGI was awful in this movie, and I found it more endearing. Maybe at the time it was really good. <laughs> yeah, but they really leaned into it, and yeah. I found that enjoyable. That was the. I was very confused because I think the thumbnail that you see on Netflix is that scene. I like before I watched it, I saw him mm-hmm. with the goggles on and like a gun. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's finally, yeah, I finally got to see it at the end. I was like, oh, that's what those are. Yes. Yeah. All right, Paul, your favorite part. My favorite part, without a doubt, is one of the first interactions of Nani as a fly against Sudeep. And that is when Sudeep is in his own weird personal little sauna, which is like a square box where all his head sticks out. Yes. There's a little wedge that holds the wheels in place that shocks it so it doesn't move. Well, 
Nani bugs Sudeep enough where it's loose and he slowly starts to slide towards some a, for no reason pointy tower at <laughs> and it's like a slow burn where is Sudeep gonna poke his eye out and get killed or not and uh, I found that really enjoyable also what a, like what a choice that would have been to kill the villain like halfway through the movie <laughs> from that a tower rack awesome that would have been so cool I I love that that sauna thing locks from the outside. Yeah, with like a keypad, like <laughs> yeah. digital yeah. buttons. and Right. It takes multiple button presses to reopen it from the outside. Yeah. Uh, and they leave him alone. And that's great. <laughs> he does ask to be left alone, in all fairness. Sure. It was his choice. Yeah. And then right off of that uh, harrowing experience... He jumps out and starts chasing the towboy naked and slapping him. And it's hilarious. Yeah. And they're having like a meeting and he's up on the balcony yeah. and just fully like, yeah, can see it all. Not on Netflix, but they, they saw it all. They saw it all. There were some good uh, one-liners going on down below about the naked truth. And yes. They're, yeah. they're bearing their souls or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. This, this was one of those movies that I felt like once I sort of understood the vibe of it. I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. <laughs> like at the start, I was like, eh, this is kind of slow. There's not much going yeah. on. It's a weird like love interest story. And then the vibe is going, very different at the beginning. I yeah. feel like it's yeah. a very different movie. Uh, the first third, I'd yeah. say the, the first act, second act, you start to get it. And then the third act, it goes balls to the wall. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like Paul, what you said, like the it's it's a multi-genre movie because the first part is just a straight up like romantic mm -hmm. movie, I think, and then yeah. Yes. For anyone who's interested in watching this, I highly suggest trying not to know anything about it, which I guess is a little <laughs> hard at this point if you're listening. A little to late. This. But a little um, late. Yeah, if you're not expecting it, then it's really it's really going to shock you. There's, yes. There's, there's big twists and turns in it, so. Yeah, I. Yeah. I went in knowing nothing about it. Or you had told that you told me a little bit about it. But yeah. Very uh high level premise is it. Yeah, I knew it I knew a dude got reincarnated as a fly. And that was it. Which what more do you need to, to hook you? <laughs> yeah, to be on board with us? Yeah. Right. It it seemed like the writers uh had anything anything was optional. Anything they wanted to throw in here, they put it in there. There was like nothing on the cutting room floor. And yeah. I think that uh I think it worked out really well in this case. Yeah, it paid off. It was worth it. Well, let's get let's get into uh some of the behind the scenes processes uh with a little bit of trivia. So it's time for Hey, did you know that? That's right, for new listeners, this is the part of the show where we pit our guest and CJ head to head to see who knows the most about what we watched. Paul, CJ, are you two ready? Ready. Ready. All right. First question is multiple choice, uh, so you can both just answer freely. Um, in what language was this movie filmed in? Was it A? Okay. Um, all of these, I'm going to have a little bit of a hard time pronouncing, so just bear with me. Was it A, Telugu? Telugu. Was it B, Malayalam? Sorry. Uh, was it C, Tamil? Or was it D, Hindi. I'm going to say A. It is A. Okay. That is the correct answer. It's also another one. It's also Tamil. Oh. They, every speaking scene that they shot in this movie, they shot again in Tamil so mm. that it was released in two separate languages, which is pretty crazy and awesome. Like it wasn't dubbed over in Tamil. They shot it again, speaking another language. 
Wow. Yeah, kind of kind of interesting. But you both got it, at least one of the answers. So, good job. Yes. All right. Next question, director S S Rajamuli. Rajamuli wanted to stop production due to the VFX quality. After how many days? How many days did he put up with the fly looking like that? Wow. I think I got to go with, it'd be very funny if it was day one. <laughs> like this? This is shit. What do you mean? <laughs> I want to say it was close, but I think it might have been like two days. Two days. He goes back, maybe he let it sit in <laughs> yeah, the chest like, and he's I'll like, all right, nope, it. nope. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, you're closer. You get the point. It was 10 days. He, he put up okay. with it for a while, but it was like obviously burning at him. He's like, enough. This looks like awful. I, they must have made some adjustments since then. I, obviously, they he continued with it, but yeah, um, kind of interesting. Yeah, wouldn't say they ended up looking great, but no, <laughs> they're not like that bad, I guess. Uh, yeah, when when he's reborn, that is the weakest of the CGI in this yeah. movie. I feel like it's it's pretty bad. I don't know if you guys picked up earlier too, but um, there were also other CGI instances like. Uh, Nani holding a water bottle and it seemed like mm-hmm. pointless like there's oh, some yeah. sometimes where like they did it when it seems superfluous so yeah the explosion yeah. at the end for sure was cgi <laughs> there was like random random times there was like smoke and i could tell it was not even real smoke it was cgi yeah like i, I don't know kind of strange yeah I don't know. all right next question according to imdb trivia who else was considered for the role of bindu the love interest in the movie this is multiple choice. Great. According to IMDb Trivia, who was considered for the role of Bindu, was it A, Renee Zellweger, B, Kirsten wow. Dunst, How is it any C, of these? Emma Roberts, or D, Uma Thurman? Wow. I need to, I feel like this trivia needs to be fact-checked. <laughs> There's, this is hard to believe that any of these. Huh. A, yeah, I'd say A as well. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah. That Renee Zellweger <laughs> sure. was considered to be cast as Bindu in this Bollywood movie where I, I don't think anyone, is English is their first language. Um, yeah. look, look, all of these answers were written on IMDb trivia. Every single person I just read had their own line in IMDb trivia that Kirsten Dunst was considered for the role of Bindu. I'm sure it's not real, but it was kind of a joke thing. I just wanted to highlight that. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a wildly different movie, I feel. <laughs> I would watch that if they decided to do a remake in a heartbeat with any one of them. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Uma I, Thurman? Yeah, I was going to say, like, U- if, yeah. Uma Thurman would be the one to take revenge, though, right? Like, she would be the... Yeah. <laughs> Bindu would be a very different character, I feel like, if Uma Thurman was there. Because she would, yeah, she would take matters into her own, her own hands a little bit. Yeah. I could see a little Bruce Lee uh, suit for a fly, though. I'd be on board with that. <laughs> a tiny little. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, next question. According to INDB Trivia, who else Liar. was considered for the role of Sudeep? I'll tell you it's not every single one of these answers. Okay, great. Was it A, Mark Wahlberg, B, <laughs> Danny Trejo, C, Nicolas Cage, or D, Jeff Garland? Whoa. That last one, man, a machete, Sudeep would be pretty badass. <laughs> I also could see Nick Cage; he would have been excellent. He does not turn down a role, so true. Yeah, right. If he was offered it, I- I'm going to say Danny Trejo, even though I don't think any of these are correct. Okay, and I'll say Nick Cage. All right, 
Uh, Danny Trejo is one of the things that was written on IMDb trivia. Yes. So, CG, you look at the point. This is bullshit, though. But also, <laughs> Jeff Garland was apparently, according to IMDb trivia, considered for the role of Sudeep. What a what a weird thing to Jeff Garland. He's not bad even, like, at it. I think super I don't f- think... famous. But I don't, I don't know, it's so weird. I don't think he would be good in that role. No offense. No, Jeff. I don't. I don't either. We know you listen. It's tied up. Next question. This is the next question. True or false, Iga is getting a sequel. I mean, they they fully like set it up to to have a sequel, like the ending, mm-hmm. he's a new fly and writes, I am back. I'll say true. I'll be hopeful. I'm gonna go with the hopeful true as well. I don't think it's gonna happen, but one can wish. Yeah. It is true. I don't know if it's like fully in production or anything, but they, they're talking about it and they're they're like already starting to publicize it, so Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, it is somewhat planned, I guess. All right. Well, then it is still tied. Okay. Well, then this is the tiebreaker. So we'll just do this one. So I, I can tell you the normal tiebreaker, uh, Paul, is what is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage closest without going over. But Rotten Tomatoes did not do the tomato meter for this because it's it's probably not a, not a normal Hollywood movie. So they did an audience score for it, though. So just closest between the two of you. What is the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes in percentage for Iga? To make it fair, CJ, I want you to text me your answer. And then once you've texted me, Paul, you can say yours, and then we'll reveal what CJ's was. Okay. And whoever gets closest gets the win. This was pretty fun. All right. All right, Paul, what's your guess? I'm going to go with an 84%. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. And CJ, do you want to reveal what you said? I said 74. Okay. Drumroll, please. Brrr, the correct answer is 85%. Let's wow. call our winner. Well done. Con- congratulations. How's it feel? Yeah, how's it feel? It feels amazing. I'd like to thank my wife and my parents and my daughter. So, great. Excellent. Also, you're welcome too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, and, and for the host, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, I think that might mean it's time for our ratings. Paul, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate Iga for you? I would give this an eight. I think uh, wow. it, it has. It's fun. It's a fun movie. I recommend anyone who has a couple hours, maybe more than a couple hours, yep. to just uh, enjoy the movie. Uh, just sit back and just see uh, where it takes you. That's a. I, I think that is a yeah a perfect word. Is like this is a fun movie. Okay, CJ. For me, does hmm, is it getting that high? I did enjoy it. It it like it definitely is one of those ones. It like came around where, yeah, I, I started watching it and was like, ooh, I don't know about this. And then Foley was like, oh, I, I get it. They they know what they're doing. They're having a good time. This is fun. <laughs> and by the end, yeah, I was fully like, this is a good time. I, I, I'm glad I watched it. I would, yeah, I would recommend it too. If people, yeah, if this at all sounded appealing, which it should, because it's fun. Uh, man, seven, 7.2? Okay. It's fun. Ken? All right. For me, look, the first part of this movie is not not for me. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's that fair. that's gonna it's gonna be a bit of a detractor in my overall score. Just want to throw that out there. But towards the end, I definitely enjoyed it much more. But overall, I don't know. I think it averages out a bit for me. Um, it's definitely fun, and I'm I'm glad I watched it. I'm gonna give it like just a six for me though. I think. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 not my cup of tea overall, but it's got moments that are worthwhile. So I'm gonna say a six. Okay. Fair. Before we before we move on, uh, CJ, are we gonna have to watch Bahubali now? <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> They're gonna hear you. Do they do they actively listen to the podcast? Uh, Sam does. Oh, okay. So you're <laughs> editing this out, then? yeah? <laughs> <laughs> or I, I mean, my only reluctance—I I would be down. My only reluctance with Bahubali is like, isn't it? It like a two two movies right there's, there's two part movies and each one is like three and a half hours long or something yeah this is a like you can't get through this in a day this is a like multi-viewing probably over multiple days <laughs> like yeah I, I don't know that i could even just sit down to watch the one part of like a three and a half hour <laughs> long movie that would be hard yeah i don't know i'm just thinking now that we wet our beaks a little bit kind of i want to watch rr first that Yes. Okay. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. I want to do RRR. I think that's a good choice. I uh, okay. I highly recommend it too. I'm a little more liberal with my scoring in movies, but I really did find that enjoyable on many levels. So I think this movie was good. Yeah. That one's a lot better, and I think the uh, director has had more time to hone the story. He had a higher budget, you know, better CGI, and I think. Okay. That's I good. think this is a nice logical step. If you were to rate RRRR, RRR, ten. Wow, I was really, oh. I was really hoping it would be made into the uh, Academy Awards Best Picture. Yeah, but apparently India chose a different movie to be put in place of that, so it kind of got oh, a snub. Dang, that a lot of people were upset about. That's a bummer. Yeah, I, I like seriously have only heard good things from from anyone that I talked to that has seen it. They're like, oh yeah, it's great. The the only reason I heard about it was that I saw a tweet from uh, Patton Oswalt. Oh yeah, and he was talking great things oh. about it, and I'm like, oh, he's been like, you know, back on the news, being a good guy again. So I'll check it out, and it blew my socks off. Pat Oswalt, I can't remember the name of his book, but he wrote a book where, when he was a youth, that's all he did was like basically lived at the movie theaters. Like he's a huge movie guy. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Fun fact: uh, Pat Oswalt was also considered for the role of Nani for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That. Yep. That seems right. <laughs> I would have loved to see him in those dance numbers. <laughs> right? Come on. He could pull it off. Yeah. He's, maybe, he's maybe a little older than uh, I think what Nani is supposed to be. But, you know, if we got that other cast in the mix, you know, who knows? And maybe it could have worked out. Yeah. A little older by maybe a couple decades or so. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's about it. So, Paul, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Um, do you have any, anything you want to plug or any words of wisdom at the end here you want to leave our audience with? No, thanks for inviting me on this. I've been listening to to this for a while, and I really enjoyed it. You guys are doing great. Keep up the good work. Um, hopefully, everything works out with Cousin Mike. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know, you never know what's going on with that guy. CJ, I just wanted to thank you for, for ensuring that you and I both weren't there for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it, yeah. it sounded uncomfortable, uh, at least at least maybe not for Cousin Mike. He seemed to be just kind of happy with yeah, it. Yeah, he's just um, happy to be around people, I think. Yeah, I uh, I don't think uh, Lauren and Eric might have uh, really appreciated uh, us leaving them alone with them, but yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, see. that's that's why they're they're some of our good friends. They that's they step right. up Absolutely. when we need them. We we appreciate it. 
Very much so, yes. Is he still on the... Is he just still at large? Is that... I I haven't heard from him personally. Okay. So, I mean, that yeah. The, the last I know was the episode. He... Okay. He, he could be like outside for all I know or not. <laughs> Yikes. I really, I haven't okay. talked to that guy in, in a while. Yeah. I'm trying to distance myself from him as well. Okay. You're not up for the, the podcast idea that was floated with, uh, you and, you and him <laughs> maybe starting a podcast <laughs> to, to do one with just him and I, huh? Yeah. Would I be up for that? I, I would pay money <laughs> to watch that. <laughs> Patreon content. <laughs> Yes, full hour long episodes, please. Oh, God. <laughs> hour long, Sheesh. I was thinking more like two to three minutes. Can we can we no, do that? No, no, no. If, if we do an hour long, we could uh, put the speed to two. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. I wonder what cousin Mike would sound like at two x speed. Yeah. CJ, do you think you could maybe like do an impersonation of cousin Mike? Should I? Oh, I don't know. My 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 impression work is pretty spotty. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Well, I, anyway, we'll never know. <laughs> I could give it a shot. I mean, oh, I, it feels like his catchphrase is "order up." That's about right, it. And then a t- again, a two x speed. Order. Up. Okay. All right. I didn't catch that. Yeah, Can that's you do a little it hard to decipher. Yeah. <laughs> Order up. Yeah, it's, I think it's maybe too fast. Yeah, it's know. turning into Elvin and the Chipmunks. I think the more you speed yeah. it up, it gets a little higher. Yeah. <laughs> We wish him well, though. We love him. Yes. At the end of the day, yes. he's family. I gotta say, I hope he's well. <laughs> His parents are dead. You know, yeah, like. right. Exactly. <laughs> he's lonely. You knew how his parents are dead? Superheroes. So you never know. <laughs> That's Batman. Yeah. yeah. Is cousin Mike the next Batman? <laughs> Sausage Batman? Whoa. Sausage Batman? Maybe not the hero we need, but the hero we deserve. <laughs> Is that how it goes? Trails Man? Huh. Shit Can Man? Shit can, man. Shit can, man. Really hope whoever's right. listening has listened to last week's episode, or else this is not going to make any sense. Yeah, you pro- at, at this point, you should probably move it to, to X speed. I, I think. Uh, anyway. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got stuff to plug, don't we? What do yeah. we got, Siege? You can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Call or text us at USACAT1591. Email us like actor Wayne Knight did at OvertalkingPod at gmail.com. Go to our website, overtalkingpod.party. Uh, Wayne Knight was also up for Sadiq. <laughs> that's that's right. I heard that. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read that somewhere. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, they're here. Uh, Paul already said that he has listened to the show before, so that is good. Uh, <laughs> the Overtalking Overlords have arrived. For new listeners, they are ghastly otherworldly landlords who show up at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you. If you like the show, please go on iTunes. Nope, Apple Podcasts. Fuck. And rate and review. Reviews are to help you find this podcast. Also, we spend no money in advertising. So if you like the show, please tell your friends. Spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Ken, before we go, uh, I do. This is the not fun part of the show. I'm going to climb up on my little soapbox here for a second. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Now, okay. I'm not, now I'm up. Oh, wait. And let me climb up on top of my high horse as well. All right. Can you guys? What, what X speed should people be listening <laughs> yeah. to this? You should probably just turn it off at this point. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as of record, the Writers Guild of America is currently on strike. Movies and TV shows would not exist without writers. Therefore, yes. we wouldn't have any content to talk about. Uh, so just want us to say that we stand with the Writers Guild in solidarity. Not that it matters at all because I have no say or power to do anything really other than saying you should pay them a livable wage and 
they're, they're asking for reasonable demands. Um, instead of me trying to say something, I just want to quote a writer I enjoy, Jen D'Angelo. We're striking for the same reason that everyone in every industry is fed up with everything. Corporations want to spend as little as possible and hoard profits, so they find whatever way they can to exploit workers to get the same output for less cost. The AMPTP didn't even make counteroffers on some of our most vital issues. That's not a negotiation. It's a clear message of you should be so lucky to be a cog in our machine that is fundamentally reliant on your skill. And they're doing this exact same thing to every entertainment union. It's not just about the writers. So yep. hope they give in to the mans. They should. Uh, corporations suck ass. And uh, the entertainment industry wouldn't exist without writers. Okay, let me, now, CJ, let me back down. I, I have to take the opposite stance from you on this. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, we would have nothing to talk about without writers. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely, we stand with them, and hopefully we can use our platform. And I'm sure no Hollywood executives listen to us, but just in case, you know, that was very, very good. Yeah. Perfect. Well, as we always say, Ega! 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 Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ. Edited by CJ. This week's guest was Paul. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.